This episode is brought to you by the Podcast Services Division at Life's Tough Media. Having your own podcast allows you to creatively reach all types of audiences, from clients to prospects, to your most loyal membership base. And by utilizing studio affiliates located around the world, coupled with quality remote recording capabilities, Life's Tough Media makes having a corporate podcast easier than ever before. Contact us for a no-obligation consultation at info at lifestuff.com or visit lifestuff.com to learn more. Welcome to Life's Tough. You can be tougher. I'm Dustin Planelt, your host. This is a show about life and purpose. It's about the stories that we all have. Everyone, when you think about it, well, they have a story. Yet some stories seem more riveting than others. That is to be expected. Not every story, after all, is the basis for a Hollywood blockbuster series or the basis for a novel. Our next guest, Dr. Don Wood, developed the Inspired Performance Institute after spending years researching how trauma affects our minds and our lives. Dr. Wood began to understand that events and experiences throughout our lifetime continue to play a role in how we experience life in the present. He also realized that there was a better way of treating the issue. Let's welcome him on now. Dr. Wood, welcome to Life Stuff Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. You know, we have a mutual friend, and before today's episode recording, I was talking with him, and he was telling me a story. He told me a story that there was this moment that happened in his life. He referred to it as a breakthrough. He called it an aha moment, and he said that it happened after he had met with you. So tell us, Dr. Wood, what do you do, and how do you help people find their aha moment or the breakthrough? Well, what's really amazing is I really discovered this because of my daughter and my wife, who had had a lot of trauma. My wife lived in a very traumatic household. Uh, my daughter had some trauma that we weren't aware of when she was much younger. And what happens is, is that trauma keeps looping and it affects the way that we operate on a day-to-day -day basis. So we don't even know it sometimes. Like my wife was high functioning. If you met her, you would have thought she's fine. Right, you know, same thing with the friend that you're just talking about. You know, these are high functioning individuals. However, if they have unresolved trauma, it's going to affect something. It's not only going to affect mental health, it's actually going to affect physical health. And until that gets resolved, then you're going to be just dealing with it. And the current solution is to live and manage and cope with it, which is what most people believe they need to do. You know, I have anxiety, I have depression, I've got to just manage it. And what I say, it's a glitch. It's an error message and we can fix it. Now talk about that. I mean, what is this process like? What will they go through? I mean, are we talking like psychedelic drugs where you've heard of these days of the hippies that they have to go take something to free themselves? Is that what this is? No, it's actually very different. It's all natural. So in fact, um, I believe that the brain and the body are designed to heal. What's interfering with it healing is this unresolved trauma that continues to block and provide interference. Because your subconscious mind is survival-based, 
if it's dealing with a lot of unresolved issues, it's not doing maintenance because it's going to do minimal maintenance. Until we get that resolved, your mind does not want to do that kind of day-to-day work to keep you healthy because it's being chased by a lion. What I do in my process is I basically think of your brain, your mind as a computer. We're going to reboot the computer because it's got a whole series of glitches and error messages. Once I take you through, it's a four-hour process. We get the mind to reset some of that old data that it keeps looping through, and it stops calling for the responses. And what the way I explain it is, if you think about something that happened to you five years ago and you feel an emotion, it's a glitch. Purpose of an emotion is an action. What action can you take now about something that happened five years ago? The purpose of fear is to escape a threat. The purpose of anger is to attack a threat. So if you think about something that happened to you five years ago and you feel fear, what does your mind want you to do? Run. But it's not possible. And if you keep dealing with that, which is what my wife was dealing with, she was constantly living in fear. And no matter how calm I tried to be, no matter how calm I tried to make our household, it was the activation of her nervous system because of this old trauma. And it kept activating. So talk about triggers. Mm-hmm. What triggers the anxiety? What triggers the, the fear? What triggers it? Because there are, there are those that would say, well, it can just come from nothing or it can come from everything. So yep. where does the chaos begin or where does the chaos end? This is what's really beautiful about what I've done in my research. Here's what's actually happening. Your subconscious mind is fully present in the moment all the time. It works just like the animal mind. 95% of everything that's happening for you is happening on a subconscious survival base. So here's where the glitch is coming in. When your subconscious survival brain is fully present and something activates it to look at memory, for example, a smell, a sound, a name, right? An experience where you are. What it does is it does a Google search about this incoming information. Have we seen it before, experienced it before? And when we have trauma, trauma is stored as a very high definition file. So when the mind starts looking at this high definition data from something that happened five years ago, because it's fully present, when does it actually think the data is happening? Right now. So it creates a physiological response to prepare you for an action, but there's no action necessary. That's the error message that keeps coming in. And that's what people call triggers. And they don't know why they're experiencing it. It's because of the Google search. Your mind's doing a Google search on that information, pulling in a whole bunch of old data and responding to it in real time. So then how much of this is part of your code, your genetic code? Some of it can be. Um, However, I find that most of the reaction is coming from experiences that have happened within your lifetime. But I do believe that if you have had experiences that in the genetic code have also activated it, that is possible. But I think you would have to have experienced more of that in the current time that you're in. But the genetic code can also activate it if something happens that's similar to it. So then talk about indoctrination. You know, it must play a role as well in this process that you are looking to get people 
to get away from the indoctrination, to stop having these limits and these beliefs that they can't, and you find a way to bring them to a place where they say, I can, I will. How does this start? It, it basically starts by keeping them present. So the idea is, is that when I take you through this process, I want to get you into a very relaxed alpha brainwave state. So when you're in alpha, your brain is basically oscillating at about 7 to 14 hertz. It's a very relaxed but very focused state. That's where we perform at our highest level. So when I work with professional athletes, I say, I want you competing in an alpha brainwave state. When we have a beta brainwave state, our mind is taking in a lot more information. It's literally unfocused, taking in lots of data. And that's what happens when we experience trauma. Everything that it is experiencing is being recorded. A lot of data coming in. So our minds are not going to be optimally performing at that level. You have to get into that relaxed focus state. They believe Albert Einstein lived in that alpha brainwave state. That's why everything just flowed for him. And it's what we call, you know, as athletes, we call that flow state, right? You're just in cruise control. Everything's just working because your mind's so focused on what it's doing. There's no other data interfering with it. So you're, in essence, what you're teaching people is how to come back to their code, the way it was originally designed, that they can control what happens going forward. 100%. The brain and body are designed to be in homeostasis. What's interfering with our ability to stay in homeostasis is because the mind's looking at a whole bunch of old data and it keeps responding to it. And then that, br that brings in a whole bunch of codes, what we call beliefs, behaviors, right, habits. Because your mind, if it continues to experience something, will try to figure out ways to protect you and build behaviors and habits or codes to work around it. That's what addiction is. I believe addiction is a code. Because we have two memory systems. Humans are the only ones who have two, two memory systems. We have explicit memory, the way we store all the details about events and experiences. And then we have procedural memory, which is basically how we learn to develop a habit or behavior through repetition. So animals only use that memory system. It's an associative memory system. So if you continue to do something over and over, your mind is going to build a code, an association with that. What does that mean? And so if you take drugs or alcohol, your mind will associate the drugs and alcohol with relief from pain. And then the more you repeat it, it builds a code and then it becomes an automated response for you. That's why it's so hard for people to get out of these. So the only way what I have found, or the best way that I have found, is to eliminate the effects of the trauma, which is what started the pain. And when you eliminate that, then you can start making changes to behaviors and habits. Now, that indoctrination. I, I think that's fascinating. And I know that there's a number of listeners out there, because they always tell me, Dustin, get a little deeper, D dig a little... Uh... How is this different than those that have come before? I don't know, I'll call the, the gurus, right? We've got, we, we know how to fix you. We spend a couple hours, spend 30 minutes. We're going to teach you some new thing. And then they write a book. The person that you helped, I admire him beyond words. He in this world is one of the, to me, one of the most admired people that, that I've ever met. And he He's said to me, you gave him a breakthrough and he knows some of those other people that I mentioned without mentioning their names. So what is it? I mean, I look at this, 
What is the brain food? What is that secret sauce? It's really getting an update done on that old memory, because as long as it's operating, it's going to change the way you're going to behave. It has to. So I, I call that. So think about if we have a filter and I take water, which are your thoughts, and I pour the water through the filter, the water comes out clear. But if I stick mud in that filter and then I pour the water, it filters through that mud and the thoughts come out muddy. How could it not come out muddy? It has to. It's the same way our brain. If our brain filters through all these traumatic experiences, what kind of thoughts is it going to produce? Thoughts that are not necessarily your best thoughts because it's constantly focused on danger. My wife lived in fear. Even what I couldn't understand is before I developed the program, I couldn't understand how she couldn't be appreciating living in this nice home with a, with a husband that loved her, with children. And yet she was always saying, it wasn't that she didn't want to appreciate it, but in her world as she grew up, times would be good at times and then dad would lose it, right? And so she was constantly in a state of looking for when the shoe was going to drop, when the danger was coming. So if I said something like, no, I don't like that, she could tear up and say, why are you upset with me? And I'd go, honey, I'm not upset at all. What makes you think I'm upset? What I didn't understand at the time was that her as a child had to learn to listen very, very carefully to the way her father spoke because she had to recognize when the danger was coming because his voice would start to show signs that he was getting frustrated. So she could hear the slightest inflection change in my voice as if I was yelling. People who have been traumatized are highly sensitive to sound. And so they will pick up things that I couldn't hear because I never got traumatized as a child. But if they've been traumatized, they're going to hear things that I'll never hear. I don't know about your situation. So they pick up on those things. And then what does that do? Their mind does a Google search. What do we know about men who start to get frustrated? And a flood of data comes in that their mind starts looking at and their nervous system gets totally dysregulated. And there was, and so I thought she was crying because of what I said. It wasn't what I said. It was her mind activating the memory, which was activating the files, which then created a fight or flight response to her. And there was nothing I could do to fix it. And what I appreciate about you is you got to a place where you said something must be done. There must be a solution. And so talk us through that process once you had your aha moment, you had your own awakening. Now you felt you had a purpose to go bring it to other collectives around the world. Talk about that journey because that doesn't come easy. It actually is very expensive when you're trying to extend lives, not save. You don't save. You can't save a life. You merely extend it. But it comes with right. a cost, a great cost to the person that's been called for the mission. Dr. Wood, how do we learn more about you? Uh, if you want to go to www.gettip, G-E-T-T-I-P-P, T-I-P-P is the Inspired Performance Program, .com, and then you can get more information and learn a little bit more and even sign up. We have a couple different ways to deliver our program. Dr. Wood, thank you again for sharing your story. Life's tough. Dr. Wood is tougher. Thanks again, Doc. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you again, Dr. Wood, for sharing your story. And to the listeners out there, Dr. Wood believes that the solution comes from understanding its source. 
and providing a long-term and permanent solution. Well, you know the old quote. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So I ask you, who do you think should hold you accountable to it? Life's tough. You are tougher. See you again next time, everyone.